0: And welcome to Two Pills in a Pot. This is our first episode ever! I'm Candice. And I'm Jessica. And let's kick off with a little bit of introduction about us and how this podcast came about. So we are both pharmacists working in a community setting. I'm an Indonesian and I have lived in Belfast for over 10 years now. And I'm currently based
1: in Cambridge. But we met in Belfast because we went to the same university together and we both did School of Pharmacy and we have been friends for over 7 years now. Yes, we met in Queen's University in Belfast. Whoop whoop! Shout out to people
0: listening who went to Queen's or is attending Queen's right now.
1: Hi, everyone. I think because we are both international students back in the day and we both are around the same age. So we have gone through adulting together and we got through life by giving each other hmm, sometimes unsolicited mm-hmm. advice. And we have found comfort in knowing that we are not alone in this foreign (laughs) land. Yes, and that's why we have decided to
0: launch this podcast to talk about some of the issues, challenges, and hardships, but also uh, the freedom and fun of living abroad. Hashtag no curfew. (laughs) 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 Let's
1: start off with how we how we met and how we became friends.
0: Honestly, I don't remember. Um, All I remember was that we met through a mutual friend and got close through her and we used to go on holidays together, um, had shopping trips together, talk about boys, cry to each other about boys and I think that's basically how we became friends, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think so. I can't actually remember either, but I think that's how we met, yeah. how we got closer. So the idea, the whole idea of doing this podcast together, came about when we were in Starbucks last mm-hmm. year, and we just thought of how hilarious we were and how much fun it would be to do a podcast together. And almost a year later, here yeah. we are. So we thought of doing a farm cast around life as pharmacists but we felt like we have so much more to talk about and so much wisdom to share regarding trying to be an adult in a foreign country. So we brainstormed for days for the perfect name for our podcast and we tried many different ones, but they were all taken. Um, There was even a podcast titled, All Titles Are Taken. (laughs) Yes, there were, (laughs) yes. (laughs) So we decided to go with Two Pills in a Pot. So, the pill is us because we are pharmacists, and the pod is short for podcast. I think I know uh, we are geniuses. <laughs> we are genius. Mm-hmm. The reason we launched this podcast is well for myself. Like, I feel like I want to try something new and something outside of pharmacy, and just basically just to widen our portfolio. What about yourself?
0: I feel the exact same way. I just wanted an outlet to express myself. Um, I wanted to do something creative and feel like a podcast is a good outlet for me because. It is personal, but it is also public at the same time. So I feel Mm -hmm. like for me, we are in a very unique position where we are, you can call us expats working abroad. And I just want to share my experience with people because sometimes living abroad can be very daunting and overwhelming and sometimes even lonely um, because we don't have our families near to us. And I just want to share my story so that people listening can hopefully relate and take some inspirations from it. And hopefully also be Mm -hmm. more of like an entertainment for you guys as well hopefully you guys can have a laugh when listening to us or stupid stories and the mistake that we've made and more importantly you can learn from us as well we will potentially have some of our friends come on the podcast as well to talk about topics they are passionate about because shock alert we are not experts in every topic <laughs> um, so
1: I guess I'll start off by asking you what brought you to Belfast just have you always wanted to study pharmacy No, um, actually I had no clue. I think it's the same for everyone else. At that stage, when we were like 18, not 17, 18, when we had to decide what we were going to do with life, like we were clueless of what we wanted to major in at uni. I did science subjects throughout my entire high school and A-levels, so that sort of like limited my options to the classic trial, like doctors, dentists pharmacist so i'm i know for sure i can never be a doctor first of all i'm not st- smart enough and second of all i definitely need to put life balance in in my life so and dentistry is not what i want either so i feel you will have more career opportunities with pharmacy because you then can be a healthcare professional if you want to and if you Want to run a business? You can do it as well. So I think that's how I've decided to go with pharmacy. What about yourself? My mom actually forced me to to get
0: into pharmacy. Sorry, mom, if you're listening, but it's true. So she basically threatened me, and she said, "If you want to study overseas, you have to study pharmacy." Well, she doesn't sound like that, but that's how I imagine she sounded because it was so scary. So she was. Yeah, so so I have an aunt who is a pharmacist and a very successful one at that. So my mom looked up to her sister a lot and wanted me to be as successful as her sister, which is fair enough. So she kind of steered me towards like science subjects as well, making sure that I take you know your classic chemistry and biology and math, and making sure that I keep up with good grades. So when it comes to choosing mm-hmm. for university. And I wanted to do something like advertising or like I wanted to do like hospitality and tourism. You know, like your classic one, like a basic bitch of um, mm-hmm. courses. <laughs> and I'm sorry if you're in advertising or hospitality. <laughs> and, anyway, and my mom was so against it. My mom was like, no, you're not doing that um, you're not going to make money in advertising or ho- hospitality, so no, you're not doing that. You're becoming a pharmacist. So classic Asian uh-huh, parents. uh-huh. and like you know what? I didn't, I didn't mind, I didn't mind the idea of being a pharmacist at that time, uh, because to be honest, I didn't know what what a pharmacist did. So I was like, yeah, sounds cool, no worries. So I got the grades,
1: I applied to it, I got in, and the rest was history. Did you find it hard then to adjust to life in the UK when you first moved here?
0: Yes it was definitely really hard if i were to compare belfast 10 years ago and belfast today it is completely different belfast is not the Mm. scene that it is today 10 years ago and it was very hard for me coming from a very busy city like singapore with all the hustle and bustle Mm -hmm. and always things Mm -hmm. to do and always events to go to friends Mm -hmm. to hang out with coming to a quiet city quieter city Mm -hmm. like belfast um you wouldn't believe it Mm -hmm. if i told you what belfast was like 10 years ago it was completely different i was struggling to find things to do um, over the weekend <laughs> all you can do was go to the movies go for like Nando's and I think that's, that's it bearing in mind that we didn't drive so places that we can go to is confined by our walking limit so there was not a lot of things yeah. that we could done I made the best out of the situation, like I hang out with friends and things Mm -hmm. like that. But it is still hard to adjust to the life in the UK, especially for me, Mm -hmm. would be your daylight savings. It took me quite some time Mm -hmm. to get used to that, quite a few years actually to get used to that. I didn't know that in wintertime it would get dark so early and it would get dark so late Mm -hmm. in the summer. Definitely the weather as well, it's very erratic and you can get like four seasons in a day. And you just have to Uh always have umbrella in your purse. And Uh it's just something that I had to get used to as well. And feeling homesick as well. That is something that I got a lot. Especially the first few years that I was in Belfast. I I definitely look forward to summertime. Because that means that I can go home. And I can be reunited with my family and friends. (sighs) With anything, it takes time. And I think over time, I... I enjoy my time more in Belfast as time goes by. Yeah, you, did you feel the same
1: way? I think, like you said, I one of the culture shocks that I have I've experienced is the shops here close so early, like all the shops here close around like five o'clock or six o'clock during big days. On Sundays, they shut at two o'clock in the afternoon. I was like, what the hell? Because back in my country, the convenience store, like Seven Eleven, they open 24 hours. So it's so easily accessible. And that's like one of the culture shocks that I have experienced when I first moved here. Speaking of homesickness, I don't think I have experienced any homesick when I first came to the UK because I was so excited about freedom. And Bye, mom. All, yeah. Well, during the first year, it was all about like drinking, clubbing. Yeah. <laughs> and we partied a lot during Freshers' Week and first year. So I, I didn't get much homesick when... That when I first came here because we went to like different clubs and joined pop crawl and stuff it was like really exciting and fun but after first year or second year the homesickness kicked in because I didn't go home during summer like you on first year because I worked throughout the summer and I only went back home in second year so yes that's when the homesick homesickness kicked in I think these days the technology is so advanced now we can just like call our parents and video call with our parents. I think it's a lot easier now to to get through homesickness and we have we have a big bunch of friends in in Belfast and we can just hang out mm-hmm. a lot. So we went to movie house like you said and we had like dim sum at lee garden almost every sunday and we were like chilling at town square cafe like there's so many things that we can do in belfast yeah and i missed the milkshake at maggie maize i just love it like every time we have hang- hangover we'll just go to maggie maize and grab our milkshake and yeah
0: yeah i think when you came to belfast was when things have started kicking off in belfast as well like it's how old are you? <laughs> you know what? Some people call me dinosaur. So that's how that's how old I am. I have been here for so long. So when I first came here, which was 2011, so that was like 10 years ago, there was there was mm. nothing. And I think it was also probably down to the people that I hung out with as well. Don't get me wrong. They're all really fun people. We, we had a lot of fun times together. But because at that time, I was like 16, 17 years old and I wasn't very comfortable with the partying scene at that time and the drinking scene we didn't do much of that and I'm not saying that you only have fun by going drinking or going clubbing but Mm. but there was like so many different events that we can go to because of where we're living which is in a western country like most of the events and most of the parties involve drinking so when I slowly introduce myself to that kind of scene I find myself more like you know even just Making more friends, uh, being more comfortable, uh, making new friends, mm-hmm. and having more having more friends in general. Yeah, I think one of the best times for me would probably be like our like house parties. Like we used to have house parties mm. in my like, College Gardens yes. and like, in House Drive, yeah. and because it's it's like a house party, you can just like scream all you want, you can cry, mm. you can like do whatever you want. You cried well, a lot. So Paid did you. So did you. Like who look who's speaking, okay? You had the podcast calling the kettle black. Um uh, well we cried yeah. together. That 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 was it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So would
1: you say you enjoyed your uni life? Definitely, I I really truly enjoyed my entire uni life. um I'm a proud Queen's uni ambassador. Well, well. Not just because they paid for for my flight back home, but like I think we have a really good learning platform, and we got just all the support from very nice, friendly, and knowledgeable professors and lecturers. Um, I'm not going to mention names. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah and they are really helpful and uh, to add
0: on to the um culture shocks that you mentioned earlier I f- I find it so weird that we call them by their Oh first name. yes. You know when yes. we speak when yeah. we speak to them we call them by their first name and yeah. I'm just like is yeah. this rude? It's like should I not be say- should I not be yeah. saying that? But it's just normal for them. Yeah. And I think if we call them ma'am or sir, <laughs> they would be more offended. That's gonna yeah, be awkward. That be more, yeah, that would be more yeah, they would be more awkward. I share I share the same sentiment. I really enjoy our uni life as well. If you look at it, we just had to study twice a year really hard to pass the exams Um, and mm. basically the rest of the time we just have fun sorry mom and dad
1: yeah 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 i think we had lots of fun um apart from um camping in the library 24 um two weeks before exams because (laughs) the first week we will be spending our break like somewhere else yeah (laughs) yeah but personally i don't think it's hard to pass the exams not trying to be arrogant but like i think it's it's so difficult to score well in exams yeah if if you if you put the work
0: in if you drink enough red Mm -hmm. bulls if you spend enough time in the library you will be able to score well if you prepare well for it and and i'm just surprised that we got through university without antidepressant like how did we do that
1: i know right i know i don't know yeah that's kudos to us man
0: Do you want to talk more about your time as a Queen's ambassador?
1: Yeah, well, I had a few part-time jobs with um Queen's because I just need to earn my money back from Queen's <laughs> that I've paid today. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first year I worked part-time at a Chinese restaurant as a waitress and I was earning like 5 to £6 pound an hour and that's definitely below um, national wage. And I got a pay rise a year after to like £6.50, I think. But it was fun working with Mal- a bunch of Malaysians in a Chinese restaurant. And they, f- they would provide lunch and dinner for mm-hmm. us. And I really, truly enjoyed it. And I spent like, uh, I think I was working there like part time for a year or two. Yeah. And then I worked with the uni as a student guide during summertime in my first year. And then became a student lead. Um, In my second year, so basically like a leader guiding all the the other student guides. So what we normally do is we would pick up the new international students from the airport and the university will rent like big buses to pick them up. We greeted them with all the freebies and like vouchers for grocery Mm -hmm. shopping. I remember when I first arrived in the UK, one of the student guides thought that my, because my dad came with me and one of the student guides thought that my dad is one of the uni students and they gave him a voucher as well. So we got like two vouchers, but yeah, it was was so funny and he was so proud of himself like looking young. Mm. And during the orientation week, I did like campus tours and pop crawls I always do like the fastest campus tour because I don't think people will be like interested in listening <laughs> to me so I just say like, mm-hmm. speed walk mm-hmm. all the time and you can show them around and you can, and show you them can walk around. really fast so I can imagine <laughs> <laughs> yeah Yeah, so basically like showing them around the campus, the accommodation, and promoting the Irish culture as well, because we did like pop crawls with them, Mm -hmm. and yep, the Irish culture is drinking. So yeah, I think it was really fun, and the third year, I remember I did a promotional video for Queen's with the team of five other student leads so one of them would be doing like the technical stuff i remember i had had to do a chinese translation for like a voiceover for the video too like literally like not long ago and i saw one of the videos that i've made during that time and i heard my (laughs) chinese voiceover and i was like oh like it was so I don't know it was so like, it was just so cringy like I can't believe it. I was so pretentious with um Your proper fake Chinese um, accent. my fake Chinese accent <laughs> not like the Malaysian Chinese accent but like proper Chinese accent and introducing Queen's University of Belfast but during my last year I applied to Faculty of Medicine, Health and Life Sciences and worked for a month during my last summer at uni and then the faculty told me that Queen's will be holding events in Malaysia and asked me if I want to join the marketing team and I was like of course yes because like free flight home and they booked a week before the events happened and that cost about like 800 pounds and they covered everything including accommodation transportation during my three weeks back home so I think it was really fun because um, I was like promoting Queen's Uni and shared my experiences at Queen's Uni with prospective students at KL at Penang and Joho so yeah i think you really need to have some part-time jobs not just to earn some pocket money but to have more experience and have more fun when you're at uni what about yourself i remember you had like a student exchange in belgium yes that was such a fun time as well i don't remember much about working
0: there but i remember a lot about having fun there (laughs) no you can you can visit me um i think about like one or two weeks in belgium like in the middle of summer Mm -hmm. and we had a lot of fun there as well i met a really good group of friends on my first second day there so i was really lucky um i was literally asking for direction and this really nice girl just took me under her wings and we became really good friends and um I used to hang out with all of them and we had a lot of fun together. We went for food, we went for festivals, we went drinking. Just a very nice time in general. So the reason why I went to Belgium was because there was a, it was an Erasmus program um, that was between mm. our university and their university. So I was just there for like a research project for three months. Spoiler alert, I didn't finish the research because I was partying all the time did you know (laughs) no I didn't so I was supposed remember all the stupid things that I did there was a thing where I lost like the magnet the stirrer the magnetic stirrer in like this whole like thing so i had yeah
1: i yes i remember you were like yeah so i
0: had to like use another magnet to trace through the whole like the whole thing (laughs) to find the magnet apparently it cost a lot of money and i broke like a machine or something so i was there for three and a half months from june to like middle of september um it was a fun time i took the opportunity to go on a lot of holidays so i went to mallorca I went to Iceland. I went to Turkey and just just have fun. Um, in that summer, mm-hmm. I to be fair, I I did learn a lot from the research project mm-hmm. and it kind of sparked my interest in research and in industrial pharmacy as well. So mm-hmm. that was that was that was good because not only that I got to make a lot of good friends while well, on my in my time there. Um, I also learned a lot from my experience there. I thought it was going to be horrible because uh, I was going to be alone. I was in—I didn't know anyone at that time. So it was very lucky that I met the people that I met when I was in Belgium mm-hmm. and if I can advise anyone to you know for like one thing that they absolutely have to do during their uni time is definitely go for an exchange to a foreign country mm-hmm. like even just for a summer and I guarantee you you will have so much fun and you will learn so much um honestly mm-hmm. not just like pharmacy wise or research wise I learned so much about myself as well I learned so much about mm-hmm. other people's culture it was just mm-hmm. a very defining summer if you want to put it that way mm-hmm. yeah if i was given a chance i would
1: do it as well um, i, actually, and thing I that asked you to apply, apply for it but i don't think you did maybe i was too lazy to apply for it go no, 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 no. you
0: had to do you was had it? to do your summer job with your pre-reg pharmacy between your third year and your fourth year
1: oh oh yes actually yes yeah, yeah i can't remember yeah but yes i did a summer job with um my pre-reg pharmacy yes sure. I mean, another thing that I would advise anyone in uni would be go travel. I think that's that's the best advice that I've received from my mom. She was really supportive in terms of me traveling and just like have fun I think it's because it's cheaper for us to fly over from the UK to the Europe instead of like from Malaysia flying Mm -hmm. to the Europe so she was like just just take the chance and just travel while you can in uni and because once you step into adulthood mm -mm, you will never get a chance to travel she was so right yeah my mom said the same thing she was always
0: encouraging me to go travel as well while I have the chance and she said the exact same thing actually she said it would be cheaper for you to fly from the UK to Europe because you're already there as opposed to for us it has to be like a big holiday for us to go to Europe whereas you guys can explore one country at a time during your uni and she was right. I I did have a lot of time on holiday, and it was always something to look forward to. And when it comes to summertime, you you have four months to kind of explore the world, and it, it
1: was yeah exactly yeah. because we travel a lot during our uni time. We'll talk more about this in our future episode. It's it's just like an a precious opportunity for me to widen my horizon and
0: to sp- make
1: memories. Mm, so what I- is what is your what is your uh, favorite place that you've been to Vienna? Really, I love Vienna. Oh i love vienna wow like i want to go back again and the place that i would say it's overrated would be paris same hate, oh my god same,
0: same same oh, same paris. same i i i've been to paris only once and i don't think i've ever had the desire to go back it's so dirty
1: mm-hmm. yeah what's your favorite place that you've been um
0: that is a hard question i Actually, if I'm gonna divide it into, like, European country and, like, a, an American oh, yeah, country. Course. Not my favorite places, but one of my favorite holidays would probably be our holiday to Naples. Mm, even though it yeah. didn't start off well, but it well. was it was one of the best holidays that I've ever been to. And it doesn't hurt that mm-hmm. the place was so beautiful as well. In mm-hmm. terms of American countries, I really like Montana. So I went with my mm-hmm. friend to Montana for... I can't remember how long but it was like a camping trip and it was my first time properly camping and it was so fun it was so much fun I, I we, we got to look at stars we got to mm-hmm. walk like do endless walks the weather was really mm-hmm. nice the scenery was unbelievable and I would mm-hmm. totally totally recommend people to go it was called it was called a uh, glacier national park We were there for a few Mm. days and it was just honestly so, so good, so relaxing. It's just a perfect place to go to reset yourself.
1: That would be the next on my bucket list. We have so many destinations on our bucket list, so Mm
0: -hmm. come on, let us travel.
1: So I hope you have enjoyed listening to us to our first ever episode and share it with your friends. Give us some feedback and click subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We also have an Instagram page at 2pillsinapod where we'll post teasers about our upcoming episodes and more fun stuff. All oh right, we also have a website called www2 where we upload our show notes and you can go to find more information about each episode and we'll also leave a link for anything that we might mention in every episode. Please visit our website and show us some support. And we hope we will see you on our next episodes. Bye. Bye! Bye.